Okay, rule disclaimer. We are all able-bodied, cisgendered white women. We know our background and experiences only cover a percentage of those around us, which is why we want to supplement with guest speakers, research, and you. If you have opinions and experiences you'd like to share with us, we would love to hear it. If, however, you just want to spew hate at us, then we can't stop you, but we invite you instead to suck our collective clitorises stupid haters this podcast also contains mature sexual themes and swearing no clitoris is not a swear word again with the hate come on we talked about this I don't know if it was on mine, but I hope I hope it was right. Okay. Welcome to Throbbing Members Only. I'm Lucy. Uh Sissel. Hanny here. I'm Maisie. I'm Gina. And I'm Kelly. And we are back with another week of rousing topics. I decided on this very lighthearted, lighthearted. subject of um it's been on our list for a while or maybe kind of on our backlog of like toxic relationships. I mean, I know I've definitely been in a couple of those or just like more generally, which I think we all have experienced in friendships, even mm-hmm. let alone like also relationships, which is like toxic relationship habits mm-hmm. that like, I think everyone kind of has their own that they're like susceptible to. That's like, doesn't mean your relationship itself is toxic, but you are just like perpetuating bad energy in relationships so there's a lot to unpack and it's probably like a bigger subject that needs more than one episode but i kind of wanted just to at least get the ball rolling on this one gotta start somewhere uh i actually was talking to a friend about this today because i was like kind of excited Ooh. and i was curious what their thoughts were um and basically we realized that like we've been in a lot of toxic friendships or like seen them at least like been in the presence of toxic friendships while yeah, we were I feel friends. Like you definitely have been. Yeah. yeah. Your, um. your college experience sounded awful. awful. Yeah. yeah. I have been in like situations Ex- in romantic relationships that I would consider toxic, but I would never say I've been in like a completely toxic romantic relationship. I think everything has like their sides to it. And I think, you know, it's like, and I think like literature and like TV and like entertainment is like way, I mean, there's obviously certain, 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 oh my gosh, words, certain situations that are like black and white, but for the most part, it's like more of like a habit or like a thing you do more like, and like, then there's obviously like abusive relationships, which is like a whole different different thing. thing. You know, it's like, and maybe they kind of interweave a little bit, but the way I'm thinking about it, it's more of just like the things you do to like bring each other down a little bit. That's not like, Mm -hmm. and I guess maybe could be emotionally abusive in certain ways or like, but I think, you know, as humans, we're all like navigating ways not to hurt our friends and like people we love and care about. So, well, and you never know like which of those sort of early traits that like are just to bring each other down that you know nobody can totally escape having like we all have shitty qualities but you never know which Mm -hmm. ones will lead to something that is genuinely abusive that is genuinely impossible to get out of yeah exactly and that's part of the reason i wanted to talk about this was just to like kind of i don't want to like normalize it but like to also just like recognize that we all have like qualities like that like Mm -hmm. because we all are not perfect people whoa big surprise (laughs) what but i'm not perfect (laughs) wait a second I don't know How dare you? you. Like, Excuse me, I'm awesome. <laughs> I know, ex- I'm, I'm, the confidence I'm feeling, I support. Um, <laughs> I'm <glad>. Thank you. <laughs> but I think it's more of just like, I think part of it's just talking about it and being able to like realize it. And like, that's, I think the hardest part and like the part that makes it like so pervasive yeah. in some relationships is that people just like refuse to like go and be like, this made me like, actually feel not great. Or like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard sometimes, like even mm-hmm. you know, in friendships just to say like, Hey, I don't like that. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. feel normal a lot of the time, even when it should. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like my, some of my friendships with the people like I live with, for example, it's like, we like have had those conversations and I realize like when we talk to our other friends sometimes I'm like, they've never like been like that yeah. <laughs> with mm-hmm. their friends. It's like, it's probably par- partially because we live together and we're adults. Like, you kind of have yeah. to deal with it like, more. You kind of have to have those conversations when you live together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you can't, like, you can't just be like, I'm going to take a break from this person or like, yeah. and get over it or like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, you, you literally can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it's also, 
also forced me to like just confront a lot of things with myself and also like way as I react to things. Yeah. So anyway, this is like a long prelude to just, I'm just curious, like what experiences maybe particularly in relationships for, for those who don't have those, like just like maybe what they had felt in their own like lives or like maybe like uncomfortable relationship moments or maybe I guess toxic is kind of like a trigger word or like, <laughs> like, Hash like a like a well, maybe more millennial word for it, but well, yeah. Let's, ta- let's talk about toxic because mm-hmm. just as a definition, like set some definitional boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay, because to me, when when I think toxic, I think the bad thing that keeps getting bigger and bigger until it consumes something, until it's like poison from the roots mm-hmm. on up, and so like it could be so something basically a shitty thing that then can't be contained to its little shitty corner that has to keep growing mm-hmm. and growing. And I don't know I if that's, like, I don't know if that's exactly what other people think. I think you're like on the right page. I, I think it's kind of just like the insidious thing that mm-hmm. is just like, it's not like the obvious. It's not like, you know, the things you can easily point out and be like that, but it's like, again, it's like kind of like the word toxic. Yeah. It's like, you know, something that doesn't make you well and gets you get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And I wouldn't so it's say like the it's small ne- things. I wouldn't say it's necessarily cumulative. Like, I don't think it necessarily mm-hmm. has to get worse and worse. There can be habits that you can have yeah. over a long period that just let them stay slightly shitty, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. without ever like growing to a big thing. But yeah, I think in general, it's just like toxic is like, it doesn't quite rise to the level of abusive, but it's still like in a relationship. I think it just is like a habit that makes people not feel good about themselves in some way yeah and i think it's like hurting your relationship with that person or and the way they feel about themselves and the way they feel about your their relationship with you i looked up um a psychology today article because i was oh hell here we go let's get the scientific research um, so basically this the person who wrote this article is a john kim LMFT. I don't know what those stand for, but I'm sure it's a degree of some sort. <laughs> I'm sure it's impressive. Um, LMFAO. Licensed medical... I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so he's basically talking about how, like, toxic things F-T. are, like, a symptom within an abusive relationship. Like, they mm-hmm. are a feature of an abusive relationship, but they don't necessarily, like, mean the relationship is abusive. So, like... In an abusive relationship, there is toxic stuff happening, but in a healthy relationship, toxic things can occur. It's just that they're related. So, like, the thing he says here is, but what if a relationship is not abusive? Can it still be toxic? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just as dangerous. Um, So, like, it's basically about how, like, little, little things can be a symptom of an abusive relationship or they can just be a thing that's happening and i think like what gino was saying about them being cumulative is like how they become an abusive relationship yeah i think that makes sense because i was thinking of it as something like yeah some i wasn't thinking of it in terms of abuse but some things can be toxic but what are the things that are toxic and what are the things that are like quote unquote the antidote to that toxicity Mm. yeah I think I was sort of thinking about is like maybe it would be easier if we talked about the theoretically toxic things we might do in a relationship and I can give you the examples that this guy gave <laughs> to like a jumping Uh-oh. off point um which are subtle character assassination which is where you like and, and it's like subtle character assassination is so like normal in our culture because like you make fun of people it's like part of like bonding mm-hmm. and things it's just like sometimes mm-hmm. someone's sensitive and then it becomes like subtle character assassination mm-hmm. or you like actually yep. hit something that they have like an issue that they have like an underlying problem yep. with that they like yeah. the example yeah. he gave is he once like jokingly called his girlfriend a pig after she finished like the food they were eating together when he went to the bathroom and she had an eating disorder so like that was mm-hmm. super bad for her but like for someone who's healthy like it would have been kind of funny probably you know like i mm-hmm. yeah or it's like it's a kind of a normal yeah, yeah, like, like it's it not that same. weird you know yeah, so that's yeah and that's hard because i I think sometimes maybe in media it's portrayed as more obvious just by the way they like, it's like, Oh, uh, it's obvious that this person is doing it on purpose to hurt somebody. But maybe that's not as obvious like in real life. That's what makes it so much more complicated is usually the person doesn't like necessarily, they're not like sitting there being like, how do I undermine this person or like make them need me more. It's coming from their own place of like messed up 
yeah psychology for the most part like every now and then i'm sure there are maybe like there are actual abusive yeah, people. Like that. yeah yeah but even mm-hmm. like, there are abusive people who don't like fucking realize yeah. they're oh, doing yeah, they're, you know yeah. they're not, like they're not out there like i'm gonna go like i'm gonna go yeah. abuse my girlfriend now <laughs> yeah. yeah like i can't wait to like control her and like i need to like be in, you know like yeah it comes from like their own psychological but anyway so there's obviously just shades of that where yeah. that's like yeah oh i'm saying i don't realize i'm saying it till like i realize i'm saying it to like i'm doing this on purpose yeah i mean i'm sure most of my toxic my toxic traits are born from insecurity like i, I mean yeah i, I, I think, think that's, that's yeah that's yeah, probably most of them right? mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In our um, medical trained professional opinions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We definitely we, we know. We definitely I, know what we're talking about. I actually wrote that article in Psychology Today. So. Of course you did. You are <laughs> Surprise, that's me. Uh, Kim, John Kim. You look like a Korean man for sure. Uh, so the other, the other thing he talks about is like control. So like, mm-hmm. and he says control without knowing it. Which I think is, like, the interesting Mm. distinction between maybe, like, Mm. abusive and toxic where, like, Mm -hmm. maybe you're just, like, you know, checking up, but you're maybe doing it in a way that is impinging on someone's, like, freedom. Then there's jealous... That's probably me. Yeah, same. Uh, (laughs) Then there's jealous, passive-aggressive behavior, which is, I feel like, pretty transparent. Never taking ownership. And then negativity for too long, which, like, definitely used Mm -hmm. to be me. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do all of these not taking accountability is like my number one pet peeve yeah, I'm like same. it drives me insane when people don't do that because yeah. like I'm willing to like apologize like I said yeah. like I did even if I didn't mean it I am so sorry like if it hurt you then it matters to me I, it's the thing that <laughs> like, it's, it's my biggest conflict with my father and so like it comes up in a lot of places where like people don't just like be like hey I did a thing Men are so bad at apologizing. Men are so yeah. bad at taking <laughs> it's ownership. It's probably that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like, I've definitely um, had situations with that. I think I'm better at it now, but like there's definitely been big moments where I was like defensive or like trying to avoid it. But yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've changed that much. I know at like work I'm better at it because it's something that's. You have to be. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, yep, that's my fault. Sorry, before we move on, before we move on, I just wanted to mention that, um, Cecil, I know you took the quiz that's, like, what your apology language is, and that would be something we can do later on. Oh, I'll be down. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I just saw Kelly holding a pen, and I was like, she means this. (laughs) Taking notes. Holding a pen. (laughs) Gina, continue. what I'm talking about. I'm Uh, writing another medical (laughs) article as we speak. The great works of John Kim. The great works of John Kim continue. No, I was just the the negative. For me, it's the negativity all the time one. Like, I had a friend in college. um, What should I call her? Call her Molly. That's not her name. That's a great name. Um, But she... uh, I saw her again a couple summers ago and it was just a huge reminder of like, Oh, why I drifted away from you. And it's cause like every word out of her mouth was a complaint about something or was, and it was like, yep. uh-huh. and it was like, Oh yeah. And she, I don't think she really meant most of it. Like yeah. she, she like was a smiley uh-huh. enough person, but like, that's just her. That was just how oh, she yeah. communicated. Yeah. Things. I, I know people like Ooh. that. I'm related yeah, to people. Like I definitely that. do too. <laughs> and it's very draining. Yeah. To be around them. Yeah. And it's like, and you know, they don't know. They don't realize they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> they're not doing it on purpose, but. And everyone's like allowed to be sad and like have those t- moments sure. or like those darker states. But it's like when it's all the time, it's hard for you to like really like tune into their emotion. Well, well and the exactly. thing is like, it's not like she was dark. Like it was just like her natural instinct to complain about stuff. Complain, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's just her mode of conversation yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah and she and it was never serious things it's just yeah just, yeah which is why it was so jarring it's like you i know you're not trying to bring down the whole room but <laughs> but you do yeah. it so effortlessly <laughs> but you are but why are you doing it so effortlessly <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think i'm kind of on the opposite and i don't think this is helpful either and i try to stop myself like more recently is like if people are complaining or saying something, doing the like, oh, at least there's this, or at least there's that, and I'm like, that's actually not no. super helpful. <laughs> so no. yeah. yeah, at least at least is the language that like my restorative justice professor was like, no, cut out at least from your language because yeah, all, you're, yeah. all you're saying, all, all you're saying when you say at least is 
well, here's this one thing. You take this one little carrot you've got over there, ma'am, because it could be so much worse. You could not have that one little at least carrot anymore. Yeah. And like, that's not cool, enough. The one thanks. carrot's not enough. Yeah. And it's like, actually, no, you're allowed to tell somebody, no, what you're going through right now sucks. Like, at yeah. least nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. – like, you can be glad for people that, like, they got good news among the shitty news. You can be like, no, I'm genuinely happy you have that. But at least is your way of trying to make yourself feel uncomfortable, yourself feel comfortable, comfortable with, yeah, their, yeah. with yeah. their discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. It's making, it's making yourself feel like you don't have to feel entirely sorry for them. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the one uppers fall into that realm too. Yeah. People who yeah. are always like, well, I slept less than you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more tired. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I'm like, it's not a competition. I'm sorry. I'm tired today. I guess <laughs> yeah. you're more tired. I feel like that's You think is. you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like wait until you hear my night. I feel like high schoolers are particularly bad yes. at that one. Oh yeah, oh, college students. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. like college any students. student, I think. Yeah, because that's just like the whole culture. Yes. I mean, why, I was. Why do you think I made so few friends in law school? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're busy. I stayed up later. <laughs> well, yeah. That when we started talking about this, like the the first place my my head went to was the person I was friends with in high school that Maisie was also pretty close to in high school and college. And like the thing that she did was she was, she was kind of like negativity all the time, but it was like about other people. So it was like mm-hmm. everybody else was shitty and she would tell you about how they were shitty. And it got to a point where like she did this thing yeah. where she made you feel good when you were around her because everyone else was shitty, but she was with you. Mm-hmm. So you weren't because she wasn't saying it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know as soon as you leave then you're well, shitty and, she, and she also yes. did a lot yep, of that, like that oh, oh this is who you're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I knew right away I knew right away okay now I know who you're talking about and yeah, like, yeah it, was, it was very annoying in the middle of that it was like mm-hmm. oh poor this Ellie person. like she's you know I feel bad like she's so pretty like how can she be so upset you know like I just want to make her feel better and happy um and then, like, as soon as I started getting distance, it was like, LOL, why why is she like this? Like, why is she so yeah. upset about things all the time? And I think, honestly, like, it it really opened my eyes up to, like, what a toxic relationship can be like. Because one of the things I've thought about a lot is, like, the media really doesn't portray women as toxic in some ways in relationships. And so, like, it was really hard for me. Like, something I've tried to do, and, like, I don't know how good I'm at it, but, like, in my romantic relationships is like trying to remember that like I can be at fault, which Mm -hmm. like I said, don't know how effective I am at it because I think the media does make a lot of work at making men seem like toxic abusers in a mm -hmm. lot of ways, except for maybe like girl, girl relationships, like friendships. Yeah. As I see, I see like a lot of like manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is that, like, women aren't often portrayed as toxic in relationships. I mean, there are sometimes. Sometimes, I've seen some, like, TV things with, like, a, you know, manipulative girlfriend or something. But, like, what's more often the case, less so now, but, like, it is really toxic female-female friendships. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. mean girls. Or like one girl wants but a guy. Girls. Even if they're not friends, it's like one girl wants a guy and like there's a feud or if the ex-girlfriend is yeah. a feud with the new girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like... Or just like even I... without a guy. In the... And actually bringing up that yeah. that friend from high school makes me think and it's like obviously any bad habits you have are not to blame on other people. But it just kind of makes me think what are the habits that like the the like, oh, at least this or being defensive and things like that what are the habits that like I've just always had? What are the habits that bad habits mm-hmm. that I've just grown to do because of people around me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you, we're not, we're not trained well. Like, I mean, we weren't raised, no. we weren't <laughs> raised in a culture. <laughs> we didn't get emotional training. We also weren't raised in a culture that like really takes ownership seriously. No. Uh, like, no. like the exam- considering the, the ex- financial ownership yeah. we're supposed to take. Yeah. But the, <laughs> oh boy. But the, um, that's another thing that my uh, boss I talked about earlier struggled with too, is he's a dad and something, what are kids told to do whenever one of them hits the other one? They're told you say sorry and then you forgive him. You forgive them. So like you person mm-hmm. who hit, who, who, who hit other child apologize child who got hit forgive them immediately that's not how literally anything works no. like you, nope. you can like the kid who hit the person is probably not ready to say sorry because probably not at the point nope. where, where he means it yeah kid who has been told to suddenly forgive that person 
may never be ready to like it's it's bad also i just realized when kelly was talking about media and tox and women not being portrayed as toxic i realized something and tell me if i'm incorrect in this thesis that i'm now developing <laughs> tell me as, your thesis. as we speak tell the doctor your thesis <laughs> women women when women are portrayed as toxic in media it is never in a sincere way it is always to fault the man for being an idiot for not seeing it. That's often true. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking yeah, of point. I'm thinking of Nick and Nora specifically. Oh, <laughs> um, with the like, so in the book, the Triss character who is like supposedly toxic to Nick is actually like a really interesting person, and her toxicity is like sort of normal human faults. The movie makes her like a total bimbo that, of course, Nick should have known was a toxic bitch the whole time, and it's like, mm-hmm. but it's never. But that's also like. Oh, so any man who falls for this is an idiot. When it's like, no, toxic people are everywhere, and we yeah. all fall for yeah. them all the time. And I think and can be that. I think of that, tr- and that trope is like the reverse, like good guy trope. Almost, yeah. it's like yeah. the one like quirky girl. Like it's like, and the female version is like, didn't you realize this girl was trashy, and I'm the one who's yeah. right for you? Yeah, yeah. or like it's thing. not right for you. So it's like, I feel like it's like the female version of like the nice I think guy. About, like, Very true. She's the man, and usually in that trope. Mm-hmm. Because it's, <laughs> Macy loves, yeah, and she, it's a great film. I've been wanting man, to watch that. Recently. Like her brother's girlfriend is like toxic. She's like manipulative. She's controlling, but she's like a side character. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to yeah. deal with any of it. It's just mm-hmm. like she, no one's actually like this girl. She's crazy, um, yeah. which I feel like is yeah. much more normal than Comically. like what's portrayed where like a guy is being abusive to the main character and like all of her friends see it, but she doesn't. And like, mm-hmm. they have to like tell her to get out of it, which I feel like is a much more normalized mm-hmm. trope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But sure. like, remember they the, can be toxic too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can. Yeah. I feel like the other thing is that, I mean, we talked about this a little bit already, but like people in media are either portrayed as toxic and abusive and like often ridiculously so or perfect like Mm -hmm. you know relationship Uh you know what i mean like they're you know there's there's never any middle ground as to like this person has some toxic tendencies but they have their cute flaws they have a past Mm -hmm. yeah exactly they either have cute flaws or they're a monster you know there's never yeah and it's like their baggage is not their fault usually it's like something that happened to them and exactly and the truth is like we all have a little bit of baggage of things that happened to us and things that we're bringing our own baggage so there's like purely our own from like reactive and i think something that's been really interesting right really interesting in my life that i wonder if it's like the same for most of you guys since we have also known each other for a very long time that i've just had a lot of friends i've had for a long period of my (laughs) life (laughs) and so like they just know they've seen me like through my life and so I feel like most I have a lot I'm very I'm very lucky that I have a lot of friends I feel like when I have like my shitty tendencies like kind of understand where it's coming from to an extent and I've realized like I've talked there's like a language there like oh I knew like I knew you at like this point so I kind of get you like at this point and I don't know if that's usual for everybody but like I think also having like you guys plus my like lifelong friend who like knew me just like in like younger mm-hmm. it's like we all have just been like well i've basically known you my are all the important parts of my <laughs> life yeah. you've seen like yeah. all even you even all of you too it's like even yeah. in high school stuff seen, it's seen like some of the weird stuff you know yeah. know what to expect kind of <laughs> yeah but yeah it's like you know i think it's really it's like it's not like doesn't excuse anything or like make but it's like very lovely to have that kind of like I think it goes both ways, yeah. obviously, too, yeah. for and, me. And I don't want to get too deep into it, but, like, we've addressed each other. Like, we've confronted each other before. Like, I mean, I don't think yeah. we're ready to, oh, yeah. like, go headfirst into that for theoretical <laughs> listeners. But, like, we've yeah. had to do Let's it. talk about our shit. No, we've, we've had to. <laughs> Time to we've air it out, to... bitches. <laughs> Hannah, we have to talk about you, about your manic planning of events six months in advance. <laughs> When you plan Zoom pumpkin carvings in July, but it's not till October. I, I get it. I get I'm it. Putting it out there. I honestly love yeah, that. It's I do, a good I do quality. Too. That's a quality very, I admire in Hannah. It was very funny when we got to this pumpkin carving, and Hannah was suddenly like, "I don't actually like carving pumpkins. Why did I plan this? <laughs> Why did you plan it? That's what I do all the time. I like plan these things. I'm like, I don't even like doing these things. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's an great. example, but it's like. And I think when you have that shorthand, it makes it a little easier to, like, 
so I feel like I'm lucky at least I, and yeah. I don't know if any of you guys feel the same way but I feel like I'm very lucky in like a lot of my really close friendships that like it gives me that like flexibility and like I don't think everyone has that and yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. very lucky to have that in my at least in my friend well, my platonic friendships yeah I would say maybe just because I'm a manipulative person, <laughs> but she's self-aware but, um, <laughs> it is well <sighs> um but like when you've known people for a really long time and you know it makes them tick and you just want to piss them yeah. off, it's really, really easy to like emotionally yes. bully them. <laughs> um, I do it to my mom all the time. Um, and I feel bad about it, but like it's so easy because I know some people so well. It and is. so sometimes <laughs> I think that's kind of a problem. Maybe. Like it's easier. Like it's easier when you don't know people super well because you're like, well, I don't actually know how to make you feel so bad about yourself. So I guess you're doing your Like so. Uh, well, she's just so Aww. sensitive about you like oh. <laughs> But then you have to deal with her breakdown. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's not equipped. My dad deal with it. That is not actually, it. But that this is, is making me. Um... You should have to deal with it yourself. You should <laughs> yeah, deal with your own yeah, feelings about that stuff that's making you upset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the real question is, yeah. why do you want to emotionally bully her? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I just oh well, I've always been a bully, but, but so you're self aware. Like weird, um, yeah. like self esteem issue. Yeah, I think it's a self esteem yeah. issue. I but mean, that's I feel like that's what most isn't it always? Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So. I've broken down all. I, my family used to bully me, and I've broken them all down. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. They'll come back for you, Maisie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did break your family down. I think Sissel, you had something you were about to go off on, right? So yeah, I when we when I knew we were going to talk about this, I reached out to like one of my closest friends who like like y'all. We have been through shit together. Like I remember crying in her apartment in college because like. The bitch didn't talk about things, and then she would be mad at me for not dealing with them the way she wanted me to. And I'd be like, I can't help you if you don't tell me what's wrong. But anyway, so now we're great, and, like, our relationship is very functional because we know, like, the, the things that make us tick. And so it's easy to avoid causing problems. But she was telling me how um, a friend of hers is, like, a psychology major, so she was talking about toxic relationships. And, like, one of the things she brought up is that a feature of like a toxic relationship is someone who wants to be a part of your life so badly that they will go out of their way to befriend the people around you to become closer mm. to you. Creepy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I feel like that would never like be uh, how I want Why would I put in that much effort if there's only one person I want to get to? Well, that's because clearly not the way you're, you're not toxic. Right? <laughs> yeah, the test. Also, but also, like, there has to be like, an effort of like. I mean, well, yes. so it's there's like, like levels. Because I'm gonna be like, like, I don't want the roommates to hate me. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I think at I some point like, it makes my sense. Last relationship. But like, 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 when you're entering into a relationship yeah. and you try to like make friends with all the people around you, that's kind of weird. But like later on, it makes more sense. It's like one of those things. Cat yeah. butt. <laughs> it's one of those things where like it's important to like become friends with the people that you want to be close with like their circle mm-hmm. because like otherwise yeah. it's just going to be more conflict so you yeah, want to make a good impression yeah, yeah. but like yeah. the issue is being like well hey let's go get coffee and then you go get coffee with someone who is like oh. a, a person on the outside of this relationship and you like don't tell that person that you're doing it and it's just oh, like yeah, a that's weird. weird thing yeah that's weird yeah um, but so that's a that's a feature apparently according to my my friend's psychology friend um, <laughs> interesting so. i mean i think it can be it can be can't doesn't be. necessarily have to be the level is important i feel like the level is important in most toxic behavior to make yeah. it truly toxic because yeah. like mm-hmm. we all share our calendars together and yes i religiously check those but i'm also like <laughs> oh i always have your guy all your calendars up yeah on my... same yeah. you know I like it's there. there anymore yeah i haven't changed I also mine asked you for that and time. you gave it to me that's true it was I weird. It'd be weird it. if you had those without our consent. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yeah, it would be very hard to get that without your consent. Yeah. yeah. I'd be very confused. I also, yeah, I was like, I don't, I get a weekly schedule, so I'm not yeah. updating it every week. Yeah, that's why, but... My schedule never changes anymore. But at least, like, for you, like, we know the latest you're usually done with work is at, like, seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. So. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're, that's, like, the latest usually. Um, Lucy, what you were saying before, um, or like a lot of the conversation on how in media there's not 
good representation on um, friendships and like how you were saying, like, you know, a lot, a lot of your friendships have been for a long time. And well, like that doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. mean like they're the most healthy, like usually you've had discussions and background and things like that. But it reminded me of um, one of my newer favorite movies, Book Club, because I feel like that's a movie <laughs> that oh, yes. has a good representation of female friendship because it's women who have been friends for like, what, like 20, 30 years. And like the big climax part is them all having a fight and like mm -hmm. picking on each other like the things that obviously like they all knew they all they didn't like talk they, enough they about know and that are gonna bother each other yeah and that's yeah. also which i actually mm -hmm. now that i'm thinking about it might be mixing it up with um oh fuck wine country that's like the you whole yeah, i'm totally mixing country. it up with wine country I like, yeah. but oh, i feel yeah. like there was like some book club Something in book club too, but yeah. There was like a, a I do not remember. Yeah. I feel like there was a I'm little sure. bit of a thing with Jane Fonda, like calling her on her bullshit. Oh yeah, remember. that was it. That was it. But no, Wine Country had the best Wine Country out. had the blow. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think book club <laughs> well, had the more so realistic one. Yes. Wine Country had like the big dramatic. <laughs> yeah, Wine Country was the dramatic one, which that one you could tell was like. Funny. building up to it because it was obviously people who i mean they didn't i don't think any of them lived by each other and no. so when they did spend time with each other they probably weren't working on that but it was like obviously like a build-up of things that had annoyed them for years mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and that's like the thing too that like i i think i was like going into it that it's like i mean most i think that's like, i'm most thinking about my roommate just because we spend so much time together but it's like we we definitely don't have a perfect relationship or like we definitely right. tell each other things that bother each other like we are not like letting things like we are not passive aggressive and that's like our number one thing it's like mm -hmm. we cannot be passive aggressive if something's bothering you just tell me because like i'd rather know yeah. and like deal with it yeah. and like be annoyed by it for a couple of days and then we're over it you know yeah <laughs> get over <laughs> it faster and it's yeah and that's a toxic habit of mine habit of mine habit in that like it takes me a bit to get from passive aggressive to i need to deal with this like i feel like it takes me a bit of time yeah to, like, realize i'm doing yeah it. i would i would yeah. say the same for me just even think about yeah. um like so we oh, yeah. um we kind of referenced it in the quickie that we just recorded but we did a trip sans lucy because she was I don't. You might have been on your family trip, or just maybe you were back. just. Were you just no, got it was, back. It was just got trip? back, but I was back at. I was back at home. But I feel like that was like the first. Was that like the first kind of trip it, thing yes. that we planned together? Because I mean, we're we're eventually gonna plan like a bigger actual trip, but it was like you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> coming coming, attra maybe. coming attractions, um, but still things like that. I could feel myself be like, people aren't filling out the spreadsheet. Why aren't yes. they filling out the yes. spreadsheet? <laughs> It was a weekend. What What did we need to go on the bridge? That's the thing, though. It's, it's like, so it's like everyone has different needs and desires. Yeah, and I think yeah. you just have to, like, mm -hmm. be communicative about, like, what you expect. Yeah. And, like, mm -hmm. if, like, someone's like, oh, I can't tell this out till Monday, at least you, like, communicate yeah. that and be, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, but it's like, it's like, you have to, like, start the first step of being like, yeah. it's going to bother me if you just don't tell me anything. I mean, yeah. yeah. And yeah. So that's, like, the biggest <laughs> thing for me in regards to this podcast is, like, at first, it was like, well, people aren't doing anything. And I was like, well, I can't be mad at that because I didn't tell them to do anything. And you were great about that. Like, you, I think we had yeah. delegate. I mean, again, I'm not saying we're perfect. I still think you do a yeah. lot of work. We, we've gotten a lot yeah. better, though. <laughs> yes. We, we're in a therapy session now. Honestly. Um, but it's like, it's good to be like, ask for yeah. what you need. Because it makes a huge and, like, difference like, if I'm just like, yeah. hey, this is the actual thing that I would like to accomplish. And then if I actually say it, it's way more likely to happen. It also happens mm -hmm. way more if mm -hmm. I use a poll. You guys are great at polls. Yep. Yeah, we love polls. polls. <laughs> polls are so exciting. Yeah. Also, I finally listened to the quickie that was due last Wednesday today. Okay. So. <laughs> it was. I wanted yeah. to release it way too soon. Anyways, I, don't I, know. I, Maybe I want them to it earlier. Usually. Yeah, you did. I, I just had missed it. I, I, was, I got so distracted by the poll, I didn't realize it was supposed to be I know. It was just so shiny and exciting. The thing that's hard is, like, figuring out the right balance of when do I release the poll to make sure people answer it, but then also release the other things so that they do that and then release the other thing. And the quickie was particularly bad because we needed a title and a quote and a listen to it. It was a lot, which is why I try and figure out the it's titles okay. now so there's less. Okay. Yeah, titles so, yeah, are sometimes very hard yeah they're very yeah. difficult yeah. titles and images. i don't want to have to think about them 
now. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes like when re-listening, I'm like, nothing is like standing out. Why aren't we clever enough? <laughs> well, the thing is, is sometimes we, we have trash really good... episode. <laughs> That's trash that episode. It's not good. <laughs> but like, sometimes we have good conversations, but there's just nothing that quotable in yeah, there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? No quotable mm-hmm. quotes. Yeah, because they're too. Yeah, long, it's too long. Or, like, you know, it's not pithy. Like, yeah, entertainment. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, uh, long story short, fill out my <laughs> spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah, your cat's yeah. been. Let's return to Exhibit A. Yeah, yeah spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Also, also, we should talk about toxicity and sex at some point because we. Oh, are we can yes. talk about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? Say we've kind of gotten like the friendshipy. I think and like get relationships or like more like less platonic relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the toxicity in sex. Um, the only like I think toxic behavior I've experienced with sex is like pressure from a current partner and somebody who I'm thankfully no longer seeing. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely like something that made me want to like stop having sex with him. Uh, what was and it, it was it was. Um, I got done with an exam and went over to see him because I was like, I could use a de-stressor. That sounds good. This was the this was somebody who I was basically just seeing for sex. Um, uh, but then, like, he, I got there and he was, like, watching some nature documentary and something about the music made me instantly, like, want to pass out. Like, I was just oh. immediately, like, I need to take a nap. Like, yeah, I, I had just yeah. come. They're so calming. They're so that. calming. I had just come from an exam and I was like, Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm, like the second I sat down, I was like in sleep I could mode. Be asleep now. I could be asleep right now, and then like, but of course I had come there for sex, and that's usually why like I would see this person, and so he like basically like felt me up until like I got turned on, and it's like that was, and like of course we ended up having great sex, but it's like when I after that day I was like that was so uncool, like I was trying to take a nap, like yeah. and I told you to like mm-hmm. get off me, like what the fuck, mm-hmm. and like. Of course, my body responded mm-hmm. because that's who, like, that's physically how I work. Like, I can't, like, I can't shut that off. But it was, like, something that made me think, like, oh, if I were in this any longer, like, that would really bother me. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. So I... it was, that's, that's, I think, a toxic habit is, like, hmm. you shouldn't need to pressure your partner. If you oh, guys. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. And if you guys aren't yeah. having sex and, like, of course, a, a partnership that doesn't have sex and like of course that's something that can bother people but like a weird sort of peer pressure bullshit like that's not that's not cool that's a like i bet it's complicated too it's like i mean i you know it's like and especially for someone who's like maybe like i don't i don't want to diminish or like put a, like a label on it but like if you're like fuck buddies mm-hmm. does that mean you have to like actually have sleep with them every time you're together yeah. you know and yeah. and also like the plan was to at some point but i wanted to take a nap first yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. just... you're like you're like it's still on the table yeah. but like, i'm just not, tired like... bro. <laughs> let me let me listen to these nature sounds some more <laughs> let me get some shut eye and then i'll be yeah, ready <laughs> i think that's the thing that like I worry about personally that I do is like because I am a very sexual person and like in my current relationship there has been like communication errors where like I'll be trying to initiate and my partner is very much a dramatic person and so when he doesn't want something (laughs) instead of being like I don't want this to happen right now he makes pterodactyl noises or (laughs) makes weird comments about what the fuck you were there yeah you were there the other night he did that no, i know but like <laughs> i've never i know but like in the context of trying to shut shit down this is fucking shit sometimes he's just like i i can't even he's if my like, partner did that i would oh do you want i, can, I understand to have the intercourse and i'm like <laughs> yes why are you saying it that way? But like he says, and that's like not even the worst example I can give. Because like, he's a nerd. That's that's he's all. A nerd. He is a dramatic drama queen nerd. So he says some things sometimes that like in the context mm-hmm. of me trying to initiate sex are like, oh, I should shut this down hard. Like I do not want to be crossing a boundary. Like he obviously doesn't well, want something that's also kind of like reverse like back onto you making you feel yes. bad a little bit about like you're like oh i want to it's, it's okay you yeah. don't yeah. like there's no like shame um in that but like, if you are made to feel bad for exactly. wanting to it's also kind of yeah, like shitty so like we've had conversations like, recently where like he's been like well i wish you initiated more and i'm like well when i initiate you pterodactyl at me <laughs> and he's like <laughs> oh and i'm like 
Yeah. And he's like, that explains a lot. And I'm like, it, well, it, it does. <laughs> oh, is that off putting the pterodactyl noise? <laughs> I'm so confused by this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I was like, and I mean, I was like, I'm just going to really tell, like, the way it's like, as someone who is not like a sexual, yeah. but like, I feel like there, I've been in relationships where people have like, if I get like turned down, I immediately become like super like, well, I guess I'm yes, just like, same. Some, like I guess I'm I just, just garbage then. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, well, I feel like I can't initiate because I'm like, oh, I better wait till they're ready. Yes. You yeah. know, it's like, it becomes, it's communication. It's yeah. like on both sides, obviously and both never sides should be again. ready. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then we never sleep together again because we're both waiting we for each other to the move. Yeah. Oh, Kitty. Yeah, Kitty is so meowy. Meowing so much. She's got a lot to say about toxic relationships. and She's like, you're doing it all wrong. Let me tell you. What do you have? Expose Gina for us. Just shove your butthole in that face. She's exposing some shit, all right? But so here's a toxic sex thing that I have thankfully never experienced, but I know happens. Like, somebody making you feel like you're not good at sex like that I, mm. that is like a fear of mine because yeah. it's like some, cause it's like a personal pride thing like i like <laughs> my skills and i am bad at blowjobs oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is a fact I, I i honestly just don't believe that like i believe you feel that way but i just don't believe it's true i mean yeah. okay there is the possibility that my current partner is like not he doesn't like receiving them very much it's but, okay like, yeah it's okay but it's one yeah. of those things where i've never done it to someone where they have been excited about mm-hmm. me doing it. So I think I am bad at them and maybe I just need to practice. But I have experienced the rejection of being told yeah. you should stop putting my penis in your mouth. And it's not fun. It's not no. fun. Oh, no. Now I am sensitive about part of yeah. it though. It's like you probably yeah. got like you know, like you were made to feel like I maybe mean, they didn't mean to make you no. feel that way, but like I was bad at it. Just, I was that's, probably that was the result. Using deep, you know, yeah, like you were just Stop like fighting, fighting <laughs> your way up. But think about it's also like in in you know perfect world, perfect situation. Oh yes, yes, you tell him, Freya. She's she's already <laughs> telling you. It would like I don't know how I am at low jobs or hand jobs. I don't think I've ever received any feedback, and that's it. It's like you don't want to talk about like feedback with sex, but it's like you open do. communication I do. and well, I it's do. like but calling it feedback sounds very unsexy. It sounds like you're filling like, instruction. Form. Yeah, but it's but it's like well, also it's all relative. <laughs> it's like every it's not that you were doing something bad. It could just be like it doesn't work for yeah, them. I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean exactly. you are a bad partner. Like they're not yeah. communicating with you and and telling you what they prefer or what they like maybe they just like also don't really like blowjobs that much anyway yeah. but they're like i'll give it a chance with this person and then they're like no actually like, I, nah, I still don't like it please don't stop. Like it. i still don't like it yeah yeah, I, yeah that's I like i think that's a really interesting point gina though because like there's levels where there's like the well feedback is important and then there's you're just not well, it's good. communication is important. Yeah, so I like calling it it's communication. Because when I think yeah. of feedback, like, feedback, I'm like, quarterly like, oh, feedback grade. at work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, I'm giving this sex a C. Like, you know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> just like hold up cards like the Olympics. Yeah. 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 9.8. Like, no, for me. Yeah. And I think a, uh, like, like, a hallmark of a lot sides. of bad, bad uh, like, toxic things is communication or lack of communication or poor yeah, communication. Yeah, that's the biggest exactly. source of toxicity, I think. In general. It's it's not people not knowing like, how to communicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not fair to put your partner, like, they're not a good sex partner if you're also not communicating yeah. to them what you want. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, you know, you're you're kind of, if, especially if, like, the early parts, like, you're, like, you're reflecting on what you like, most likely, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. And if you're not like, oh, hey, like, it's not my thing, but, like, cool, you like it or whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, because so. I know that's a problem that I have. I'm very bad at communicating what things I like and don't like. So sometimes I have partners that like do things that I don't like. Like one in specific mm-hmm. um, was just like talking too much. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, you like that? <laughs> things like that. And I was like, well, this is a huge turn off. I, I do and not I just, like, like that. I should have just told him to like stop saying, but I like didn't want to like hurt his feelings or like yeah. want him to get turned off. And it's like, I shouldn't think... Too, like obviously like yeah don't be a dick about it but i shouldn't think too much about that it's like obviously you're reciprocating they want to know what you like and it's like oh actually mm-hmm. yeah. i just like didn't know in the moment how to be like could you not 
Yeah, yeah the, the and, and that's tough. Yes. Because people yeah. get very sensitive about that kind of thing. About, I, like, I, no I no one like likes I'd to be told, be no, stop too. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. We're saying on the opposite side of like what Sissel was talking about of yeah. like, you know, like someone like maybe not being into something. And there's probably a good way to, again, there's probably just like a more. Don't make pterodactyl like, noises. I, I, I was just it. about yeah. to say, next time, noises. next time it's pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah. I think, no, I think, I think if that happens again, you should do like a sexy, like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> <Check> <laughs> <it out. laughs> Don't talk. <laughs> Don't talk. Like, can we try this ball gag tonight? Yeah, yeah. right. I want to tie you up. Yeah. Your <laughs> Shove your There's face in his face. There's something about put ball your, gags. Yeah, put your panties in his mouth. Yeah, That's like, fun. Here, take That's fun. Ball I gags like, just look so look painful. Yeah, not now. fun. Um, th- another thing that I think mm-hmm. of is like toxic is people's like behavior with people that aren't you. Mm, and like mm-hmm. seeing that and that's like a red flag mm, and like yeah. one of the examples i have of that is like mm-hmm. guys mostly there's probably some women too but it's a lot of dudes who are like aggressively opinionated on facebook about things and then they start fights like mm-hmm. my cousin's mm. fiance <laughs> i was gonna like, say is two cousins with uh, husbands and fiancés like this but the the one guy, I, like, only recently found out about it, and I, like, started reading his Facebook feed, which also another red flag <laughs> is having a non-private Facebook feed for people who aren't your friends. Hey, that's a red it's flag a red right flag. there. It's a red flag. It's a red flag because this is going to come on and read it. And <laughs> it's, like, one of those things where I, like, genuinely, when I was looking at it, was, like, should I be worried about my cousin? Like, is she going to end up in an abusive relationship? Because this is the kind of thing, if I was dating someone and they did this, I would be, like, no, you need to go to therapy. Like, I don't want to deal with this problem like this is too much for me but like she's getting married she was supposed to get married to him this coming saturday actually i was going to this wedding in in a place where covid is prevalent and i really didn't want to but both of my over 60 parents were going and i felt kind of like i had to go to be like a guard i literally bought my dad a mask that said i have a heart condition (laughs) um and then and then I found out today that the group got COVID and the wedding is canceled. <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's not, I shouldn't laugh, but. That's I mean, I'm sorry, but not. He's a climate change denier and a climate change denier and oh, he got COVID okay, I, and I kind of think it's funny. Oh, your family members have such like poor taste in pizza. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. but it's like one of those. I hope he's, he lives, I hope but he lives I, that's funny. I really do. Learns. I don't want him to die. That would and also, and also like we could get it tomorrow. Like yeah. I put myself at risk. Yeah. It's all possible. Yeah. But, but, but a, he was going to have a wedding with a hundred something people. Yeah. But a COVID, a branch Covidian COVID denier getting it is, uh, what is that? Like there's that quote. It's like, it doesn't matter if you believe in it. It believes in you. Why is that like somehow comforting in a weird way? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, COVID believes in me. (laughs) (laughs) That makes one pandemic. You could be a viable host for me to spread my disease. Thanks, COVID. I feel so wanted. No one said that to me. Yeah. Stick it in me. No toxic at all. Stick it in me, COVID. No one else will. (laughs) But uh, that's a good quote. Now that's a quippy quote. Thank you. Now that's what I call quotes. (laughs) (laughs) On volume sixty-nine. Hey. Hey. <laughs> 69 420 69 420 69 420 is that your phone number what are we doing we're having fun yeah I, I, I thought I had a... we decided to record late we were like we're really punching it yeah. in tonight I mean it was yeah. it was partially my fault and sorry it was Catalina's fault for updating and then yeah. audacity wouldn't work and it took uh, an yes. hour to figure it out because it's not like we weren't it's yes. not like we weren't troubleshooting before Maisie got here we are oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're just just yeah. shooting for a half hour and it was yeah. not working Anyway, um, toxicity. Yeah. Well, actually, so something I wanted to bring up, um, not related to sex, but just about like toxic and not, and I don't really necessarily want to use the word toxic for this, but relationships and when they end, especially in regards to um, friendships and calling myself out on my own bullshit. I tried to (laughs) ghost a friend for over a year. Did not work. She Mm -hmm. kept messaging me. Mm-hmm. And it was somebody who yep. doesn't live by me, so I didn't necessarily see her all the time or were, was in, like, constant communication with her. Um, but eventually did have to friend break up with this person. But I brought it up because it's interesting. I had another – I had a coworker friend who um, 
I was talking to about this recently and she'd kind of known the whole situation and she had a friend who she was thinking was toxic and she kind of wanted to cut out to um, obviously not by ghosting, being a real adult about it and talking to her. Um, But it was, it was things like um, just like in conversations being like, Oh, I haven't talked to you in a while. What's up? But like she would be that way, but the other friend would, um, I was like, what's the best way to describe it? She would kind of attack her, be like, Hey, like, why aren't you, why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you like, like all these things are happening, but not also like reciprocate in the other way and like ask her what was going on, especially as I say, in these times of the plague, like obviously people aren't seeing each other that much. And, and I have seen around like, Oh, like look at the people in six months from now who like didn't check up on you. But then somebody was like, which I I don't really believe in that, but somebody was like, why would you, why would, yeah. Why would you keep track of that? Everybody's having a hard time. Like don't count on people to check in on you. Yeah. But actually what ended up happening because, yeah. is um, she did have a conversation with this person and it kind of goes back to like owning up on your own bullshit and like checking in on it. And like she's in therapy now and realizing a lot of the things that she was saying and a lot of the habits that she had were really toxic and were driving people away. So it's something she kind of realized about herself and then went to therapy. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. not a friendship that ended. It's It's something that they talked about it and they're moving mm-hmm. forward with it, which... Girl. wasn't what I wanted with my friend. I, I didn't really open up that option and that was the right choice for me. You know, definitely mm-hmm. sucked, especially for her, but I just thought that was interesting That's and, really interesting. you know, growing yeah. up and getting good. And I feel like if a relationship is good, you're going to fight for it, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. and sometimes that means like, you know, obviously seeking help outside of the relationship, but like also like mm-hmm. examining where you've messed up and like taking ownership and like also changing your attitude when you're like messing with someone's emotions yeah 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 yeah. i mean okay everyone needs to go to therapy yes Mm -hmm. yes the moral of every episode (laughs) the more as we end every episode go to therapy Uh, the one other thing i wanted to bring up is like in college i remember being on the outside of a toxic friendship where there was this girl who she was acutely obsessed with where her friends were and like if they weren't with her they she would like call them out and I remember we were like all hanging out watching videos or playing Mario Kart I really don't remember it was something stupid and suddenly one of them one of them took like a snapchat and like put it to their story or whatever and the other people in the group were like you can't do that and they're like why and they're like well what's her face we'll see it and know we're together and almost immediately mm. after that went out the girl like called the girl who posted on her story and was like what are you guys doing like why am i not there blah blah blah, blah. The and oh, then no. and i i remember like i remember being on the outside of this and like when people when my friends first started like re-befriending her i remember like intentionally distancing myself because yeah. i could like see mm-hmm. how it was going to get weird and I feel like a lot of that instinct came from being friends with Ellie in high school like mm-hmm. there yeah. was like a radar I had developed that was like this bitch crazy and I do not want to be a part of this mm-hmm. um, yeah. well then was... also they don't sound like great friends either no. it sounds like it was just a mess no. of bad people it was yeah. bad yeah. and like well it's also like how do you support that person who's clearly insecure yes. yeah. and like yeah. if you want I mean it's like it's okay to not like engage but it's also like don't like like they all solve their own issues yeah. clearly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like the best, like one of the, this is somebody that Ginger knows and like she was part of this and like the story she always tells is that she, her boyfriend who she had been long distance with, she wanted to hang out with him and this friend got mad at her for doing that instead of hanging out with her. And like that was like the thing that made Ginger realize like I don't know if I can maintain this anymore. Like she's controlling. Yeah. And that's. Like well, was, if that person's not getting help yeah. or like yeah. that she issue, were, mm-hmm. and if she doesn't have like friends in her life who are like not making her feel that way, yeah. <sighs> or like also like my my friend coworker did like bring up the point because it, it definitely could have been for that situation that she didn't know she was doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like no, I don't think any of them called her on it. You know, like yeah, that's the thing is that like at that point you're just kind of enabling mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. very strange behavior. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, that's one thing, like, I definitely am sensitive towards just because, like, I know I've done it myself. It's just, like, 
you like you talk about some behind their back so much and you actually don't tell them what the problem is yeah, mm-hmm. and it becomes yeah. like, bigger and bigger and they keep doing it and doing it and no one says anything and it's, yep. like, it's just like it's not fair to them because mm-hmm. they're not giving a chance to yeah. actually improve mm-hmm. it's sort of you're just like it's sort of like a shitty boss who fires you before giving you a write-up yep yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good and it's like it. I mean, again, if you talk to them and you like, and they don't change, like that's another thing. Yeah. But like, if you guys just talk, you know, it's like if you just talk about it behind their back or like don't tell them to their face that they're like making you upset. Oh yeah. Then it's like, well, I guess you're both kind of accountable yeah. in a way because no one is like it's still them doing like the, the maybe behavior, oh, yeah. but it's also like if you are, you're not being a good friend in return if you're not telling like them. telling them yeah. that and they're like making you upset. That's something that I've been guilty of a ton, where it's just like I don't like conflict i grew up in a very mm-hmm. like passive aggressive family <laughs> repressed so not, wasps the repressed yeah. wasps yeah. as you call them on, on one half yes yes um and i like to the other keep side, my aggression passive <laughs> yeah i like my aggression dabs passive. <laughs> <laughs> i stole my joke and i am so sorry i stole your joke that was really toxic. Okay. I'm, please, please, I told you what made me mad. And <laughs> I acknowledge that and I will work on my behavior. So. We gotta work it out right here, right here on the pod. Right but yeah, I mean, that's, I'm not actually, I'm not actually <laughs> mad. I'm just pointing out to make me laugh. That's a great parallel. Yeah, but, but anyway, yeah. like, I, that's something I've been guilty of a lot where, like, I will, I will not want to have the tough conversation where I'm like, I don't like when you do X, Y, whatever, you know, or whatever and then i'll just want to end the friendship and that's like that was kind of like a lot of my early childhood like middle school experience where i just had certain friends none none of you guys were among them don't worry (laughs) where i was just like i don't really want to be friends with this person but also like i'm in all these classes with them so i kind of just have to deal with it (laughs) yeah school is really really hard but yeah Mm -hmm. and so I feel lucky to have friends that I actually like now because I've had a lot of friends Same. that I did not like. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I haven't had yeah. too many, but it is it is really hard. It's just like in a way breaking up with friends is harder. That's, you know, why I was the asshole and tried to put it off for a year. But it was also one of those situations yeah. where there wasn't anything that person was doing in particular that I think needed mm-hmm. to change. It was just like. Yeah, I think it was just like we uh, definitely on my side. Friends. Yeah, we weren't very. Com- I at least on my side, I didn't think we were very compatible, and I thought we were growing apart. And I didn't see them in my life in the future as somebody that I wanted to be close with. Which I think maybe that like they didn't feel the same way, but yeah. So definitely should have like. And there's like totally a whole like that's a whole different yeah for sure yeah yeah. So, Maisie so falling like, asleep. Like <laughs> yeah, Maisie is asleep. <laughs> But I think like I'm over this podcast. I think that's kind of what made it harder for me is because it wasn't that like she was so doing late. anything toxic or bad that like I could pinpoint as a reason. So I think that just mm-hmm. made me feel kind of bad about myself to like because a lot of the reason it took me so long to figure out what to say is because like I can't say anything that makes her think that there's a problem with her because there's yeah. not. But I yeah, also yeah. need to be very clear and not like say like oh i'm busy or like oh i don't have time because then that makes it sound like i will have that time in the future yeah yeah well it is just as tough as like any other breakup because you always feel like you need to have like a specific reason and a lot of the time it's just like i just don't think we're that compatible you know yeah whatever it's like friendship breakups can be just as maybe not like as intimate necessarily but just as painful like to be like hello i just do not wish to be your friend anymore and it's nothing maybe in this case like for hannah i was like nothing you did it's just like i feel like it's not working out yeah <laughs> oh kitty get I that have... turn <laughs> i know yeah. no. i have been like the initiator for like a hard conversation in a friendship twice and both times it has not gone very well like <laughs> the person on the receiving end has been like really defensive and like it has made me really wonder like if I like jump the gun sometimes and like mm. making decisions about having those conversations, if like both times I've done it, it has not ended very well. And like the relationship has not improved or if it's just that like things weren't compatible and it just like, wasn't, I was forcing something that wasn't supposed to be there anyways. Um, but it, it, and it could be like multiple yeah. things, you know? Yeah. 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 I feel like even though I try, I'm trying to get better at it, depending on what the situation is and like how people approach me, I'll probably get defensive like so fast. 
it's easy it's yeah. so easy to get yeah well it's okay true. to be self-aware too and be like at least you know and you're not like oh this is just how i you know <laughs> so like, you, deal you with know. it like mm-hmm. this is how i am you can take it or leave it <laughs> but take it because i'm codependent <laughs> I'm take it because i'm so lonely <laughs> i'm so so lonely i've killed all of my other friends <laughs> Oh, that really sums up toxic relationships. Yep. Yeah. Much, yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> sure. It might be it for the time for haiku. Yeah, right. We're all toxic here, so let's go get some counseling and better ourselves. Aww. Aww. That's so nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're so all toxic here. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Throbbers Only. You can read our show notes at throbbingmembersonly.com. Promise they're worth it. We're available on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts and all the other ones. And if we're not, let us know. Please like and subscribe and keep on listening. Ever grateful. Make a loud paper sound now. Boop, 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 boop.